0: Director's Notes, Episode 342, Joaquim LaFosse, After Love.
1: Welcome to Director's Notes, the podcast dedicated to the what, how, and why of independent filmmaking. Here's your host, Mar-Bell.
0: Unfolding almost exclusively within the confines of a Brussels family home, which has become a battleground for pent up resentments and socio economic accusations, Joachim Lafosse's After Love begins 15 years after the happily ever after marriage of Marie and Boris, as a couple painfully move towards separation and divorce. I sat down with Joachim, my thanks to Juliette Dante for her excellent translation skills to discover his methods for creating a family unit in slow disintegration, and how the discovery of the STAB-1 gimbal, a lighter alternative to the Steadicam system, enabled the production to fluidly capture the long-sequence shots of domestic hostility the story required. It's my pleasure to be joined on the Director's Notes podcast today with director Jacqueline Mm Lafosse. Welcome to Director's Notes.
2: Thank you, nice to meet you.
0: Great to meet you too. We have a traditional first question here that we like to ask our guests, which is what brought you to filmmaking and directing?
2: The reason I
1: make films really is because when I was 20, I realized that when I was much younger, my parents separated we watched Kramer versus Kramer yeah. and I realised that it enabled us, my brother and I, with my mother, through the film to talk about us, without actually directly accepting that we were talking about us.
0: Do you find yourself drawn to a particular type of, of filmmaking or particular themes that you feel compelled to return to time and time again in your films?
2: There's, I think one
1: thing that It's not really an obsession, but sort of a concern that comes back again and again. And it's family, but maybe even more than family, the bond.
0: I know that um, you're a twin yourself Mm -hmm. and you wanted to have twins in one of your films for a Mm -hmm. while. What do you feel that um, the aspects of the children in After Love Being Twins brings to the overall narrative that you're telling of this uh, marriage which is broken down? that
2: wouldn't be expressed if they were just siblings. When we fall in
1: love, there is this fusion, this instant strong, or maybe not instant, but fusion, and we have sort of somehow a dream, maybe we actually dream of being twins. And as far as I'm concerned, love actually starts when we discover that the other will not necessarily be always in agreement with us all the same or on the same wavelength. But when your parents and you give birth to twins, you'll suddenly find yourself confronted with a situation that you will never experience yeah. yourself. And with regards to twins, it's important for parents to understand that part of their job is to help them to separate or the possibility of distancing themselves because twins who live together all their lives and get old together, there's something really horrible about that. So when my parents separated, I was the same age as the girls in the film, and they said to me and my brother, yeah, we're separating, but you two are staying together. And with one sentence like that, you can make 20 films. (laughs) And that's what I liked in, in this possibility in this particular script.
0: Did you choose twin girls to psychologically separate them from yourself
2: and your brother? In your mind? No, 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 in en fait, no. C'est parce que c'est le... On a fait un casting d'enfants dans le scénario.
1: So no, actually, because in the script, initially, it wasn't twins. It was a boy and a girl. So actually, the casting director sort of suggested loads of children, I to see loads of children. And then she said, actually, there's one little girl that I think could be really, really interesting. So this little girl happened to come along for the casting session with her mother and her sister. And when I saw them, that the twins, it sort of... Clicked something clicked that I had been wanting to do this. And so I spoke to Margot, the other little girl, the sister, and saying, would you like to? Spoke to the mother, would it be a possibility? And from then on, we didn't do any tests. I stopped the casting and it was then.
0: As most of our audience wouldn't have had a chance to see the film yet, I should ask you, could you just give a brief description as to what After Love is about?
2: -hmm. Pour euh, vivre une histoire d'amour, il faut toujours... euh Accepter de perdre quelque chose. To live
1: a love story, to be in love, one must always accept a certain amount of loss. We can to lose something as we love another person. And to finish a loving relationship, to, to finish the story is accepting that we won't get back what we gave away, what we lost. And even money will not give us back what we gave us.
0: you. The writing, it feels like, from what I've read, there isn't a point where the
2: writing stops. Mm -hmm. How is that process? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Just just when when the movie is finished. When it's finished, that's it. I continue to write in the editing because I take other dialogues. I ask the actors to come back and to do a... uh, To do a post-record, to record. extra Yes, I continue to write just at... Est-ce que c'est
0: difficile pour vos collaborateurs Parce que je pense que les hauts et les goposts continuent de marcher. Mais le
2: plus, surtout, le plus fou, c'est... c'est euh, non, le, le, c'est pas difficile pour les collaborateurs.
1: Non, ce n'est pas difficile pour les collaborateurs. Parce qu'ils savent. Parce
2: qu'ils savent. Tout le monde qui travaille avec moi, c'est ça. Tout
1: le monde qui
2: travaille avec moi sait comment Mais le moment où c'est le plus, le plus fou, it was you know, one of the craziest, the most peculiar,
1: particular moment in the development in the filmmaking process. Is when I give the script to the actors and I tell them, "This is not a Bible. It's like your passport, your visa to travel, and you go with it. We don't know where this travel will lead you, but use it to tell the story. So rewrite what you feel might help the character." Yeah, and he initially, the pas. actors are really quiet. Worried or upset because they don't dare, they don't want to rewrite dialogues. So initially they're a bit at a loss, and then eventually they find the confidence. They they get it that they're the ones who have to save their position, their life as actors. I can't help them; they have to help themselves. Mm.
0: You hear lots of stories of directors bringing actors together before the shoot so that they can form a cohesive unit, so they feel like you know families or groups of friends. How do you get the actors to a place where it's not a cohesive unit, it's the opposite of that. It's a breakdown unit. So what was the preparation in rehearsals to get them at this level of tension and sniping back and forth? So I'm wondering how you build that? I,
2: I, f- I think a subject uh, contamin-
1: contaminates.
2: Contaminate all the time the set and the actors. As a... Elizabeth Taylor and um, Richard Burton in the Mike Nichols film uh, Who is Afraid of Virginia Woolf? During the, the shooting, the beginning, the actors asked me to tell what they have to do. And I said during the three first day, I said nothing. And often they are terribly angry. We live a sort of fight. And at this moment, the just, uh, the tension just.
1: The correct tension
2: arrived, mm. but I work like that because I know that I, I have to tell this sort of story. If I do a comedy, maybe it will be different. I read that you know you take a lot of takes. Mm-hmm. On some, yeah, on some occasions. Not all the time, sometimes, yeah, some, like, like forty in mm-hmm.
0: some occasions. Mm-hmm. Is that to build tension or to find nuances?
2: What is no, not, the um, not only if you do a movie with children and you would like to work just with plan sequence, without, without... one sequence. Yes.
1: Yeah, in one sequence as opposed to shot, reverse
2: shot. And you have four actors, two children, who do never the same thing. It's impossible to ask the children to stay natural and to do all the time the same thing. No, the children, they can do that. And you have to succeed, to have the the, the good, the point, the point is just, the camera is just.
1: So when you have to make sure that the, the actual positioning, everything, the point, the focal point is correct, the camera is the right place, etc.
2: And at this moment, the actors are also just, <laughs> you, you have to take your time to arrive to do that. Sometimes, a lot of things.
0: Yeah, I was curious about the choreography because mm-hmm. most of the film plays out in this single house. Mm-hmm. So how did you approach that knowing that you'd want to keep visual interest? And also, uh, you know, I believe that you couldn't do that with Steadicam and yes. so you found a new gimbal that would allow that. Yes. So how much of the choreography was laid out or how much was it your cinematographer following the actors to, to do that?
2: And I nice a question. Um au cinéma euh, on perd beaucoup de temps on n'est pas de, la plupart des films avec des gros moyens so
1: films. many films with a lot of means with a lot of money just in terms of changing location moving things around so much time is wasted and the lights organizing lighting but when you film in just one location one set it enables you to concentrate on what i believe is the most important for me which is the actors, the mise-en-scène and the actors in one space. And above all, it enabled us, which is something I've never lived through before, known to do, was to have one week to rehearse with the crew and the actors in the actual location, in the house.
2: Mm-hmm. Alain René, uh, the French directors, do that. Since a long time, I would like to shoot with the, the cam but for the cam you have to use someone who will know very well the techniques. And my cinematographer don't do that. That's why I ref, all the time I refuse, because each time I would like that my cinematographer use the camera. But for this movie, he said to me, OK, I do other movie um, with other directors, and I use step one. It's a, a new techniques more light than the steady cam and I can I succeed to use mm-hmm. and I said okay Jeff we use uh, I love the way with these techniques it's possible to to shoot slowly and with quite the relation between the characters. You don't have the the movement of the camera as you are in the pool. And show the handheld camera yes, yeah. causes certain movements which and it corresponds really well in my point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with this style, this form. And in RE2, that's the first who used the step one in Birdman. You see the, 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 the big shooting of long uh, takes where he, he walk in the theater. Yeah. But he used the... In 2 used the step one with a, a large focal. And we decide to use the, the step one but with the long. And after three days, we have a problem because sometimes uh, the techniques don't work, so we have strange movement. And we call the creators of step one, he, he, he take the planes, he comes on the set, and say, he asks which which vocal you, you used. <laughs> said, uh, and we say "115." 15 and he said, are you crazy, it's not for for this vocal. you have to use more large. And we understand and we say, okay, but no, we continue. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why also we have a lot of takes to do. Mm -hmm. When you have
0: these single um, sequences, these long sequences, and they play out in this very balletic way, how does that, how much does that limit you when you come to the edit?
2: Ah, good question. Maybe you can believe the film is finished because you, you can't know, in fact, because you can change the structure, but it begins at the writing of the script. I write to know that a lot of sequence, you can take this one and put before or after, and it's possible; it's not a problem mm-hmm. because it's a lot of ménage. Yeah,
1: domestic scenes. Mm-hmm. It's composed of lots of different domestic scenes, so they can. Be which
2: mentioned. one after? But in the editing, we choose which one before after and you can also cut in the sequence. But editing, it's not just... Le montage, c'est pas juste faire des raccords.
1: Editing is not just about cutting and cutting and pasting, so to speak, or putting it, do, doing these edits, it's actually still about writing the story. And there's 80 cuts, which is very, very little.
0: Have you found um, screening the film that audiences pick aside at all?
2: My greatest pleasure with this film is that people
1: are constantly saying it's my story or I know somebody who this happened to and yes people do seem to take sides or choose between one or the other but I prefer that, that they choose either Boris or Marie rather than choose to stay or leave
0: and um, cause I think we have to finish now unfortunately <laughs> I could speak to you all day but anyway are there any other projects that you've got in the works that you can... Uh, yeah, tell yes. us anything about
2: I, I finished a script where I do with uh, Olivier Gourmet, the famous actors, Belgium actors, and I began to write an adaptation of a novel. Fantastic.
0: Is there anywhere um, online that I should send our audience to stay up to date with your work or to find out more about After Love? Ah, the,
2: yes, the, the, the site uh, Versus Productions, the site of my producer. Mm-hmm they give some information to what's happening uh, and my
0: Facebook Brilliant. thank you so much for thank speaking you. to us it was uh, a great film that made me feel very very uncomfortable <laughs>
1: <laughs> to get show notes for this episode or post a comment visit us at directorsnotes.com Director's Notes is released on a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 3.0 license all other materials remain the property of our guests Support the show by telling a friend, blogging about us or leaving a review in iTunes. Every year there are hundreds of great films of all types from around the world that don't get the exposure they deserve. It's our job to make obscurity a thing of the past, one film at a time.